Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello geeks and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and social media conciliari. Today's guest is Brandy Klustra of Franwer. Today's episode is brought to you by Answer Connect, Thrive, and our newest sponsor, Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion is the only all-in-one reputation management provider that helps remove inappropriate content online. 80% of consumers say that a negative review has prevented them from choosing a business. Consumer Fusion has removed over 60,000 illegitimate negative reviews across major directory sites like Google, Facebook, Indeed, and Yelp. Check them out at consumerfusion.com slash franchise. Joining me today is Brandy Kluster. She's the Digital Marketing Director at Franworth. Hey, Brandy, how are you? Hi, Jack. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. It's been a long time since uh, I've seen you in person, but it's been uh, it's been good keeping up with you on social media and over Zoom over the past couple of years. Um, right. Tell me, tell me what you're doing now. You're you're now with Franworth. I am. Yes. Um, first, I have to say, Jack, thank you so much for continuing to just put out these awesome podcasts and educate um, the franchise space. I mean, I love what you're doing with Mike McDowell, um, you know, yeah. just providing those tips on on Facebook for uh, franchisees. So thank you so much for that. Thank but yeah, you. so what I'm um, what I'm up to today is I'm the digital director, as you said, for Franworth. I started uh, back in November of 2020 in the virtual world. Thank goodness for Zoom and um, <laughs> virtual meetings, virtual happy hours. But um, as the you know digital director here at Franworth, I'm I'm working on a variety of projects. But that you know it's so exciting to be with um, a group of such amazing people in you know that pros in the the franchising space. Yeah, you've got some uh, some some top shelf talent there uh, across all of the brands at Franworth. It's been interesting watching uh, that that company and brand and brands grow over over the past year or two. Yeah, you know it's um, it, it's a group of people that have worked in franchising for years for decades, and uh, I think we we totaled up. Uh, the number of years, and we were at about 450 years in franchising. So, you know, from the operations to legal to marketing, you know, every aspect of franchising, we have some really great uh, talent here at Franworth. So, um, yeah, it's you know, it's it's been an awesome first year. Um, we're, we're I'm working in uh, specifically, of course, digital marketing. Um, it's, which is my passion, you know, to help brands get found on Google. But um, with with Franworth, for those that aren't familiar with Franworth, we have a family of brands in the beauty and fitness space. Um, so a couple of our brands are the Lash Lounge, Scoa Facials, which is a relatively new brand to the United States, uh, the Barcode, and City Row. And we have a handful of emerging brands as well that we work with. And uh, what Fran, what Franworth does is really um, bridges the gap, the resource gap, and helps franchisors accelerate their growth and create value 
for um, the franchisees by really providing like proven systems. You know, the team of people that I work with here in the marketing space, you know, we've we've worked on a variety of brands for <laughs> over a decade. And, you know, we know what works. We know what doesn't. We know the roadblocks. We, you know, we have the tried and true kind of um, playbook that that we've seen work for many franchisors. So it's been fun to work with such such great talent um, here at Franworth. You know, it's almost like, and and I'm sure other people have come up with this analogy way before I, it just clicked in my head. Um, it's almost like Franworth is a franchisor of other franchisors, right? You know, kind of providing the playbook and the guidance and, you know, here, here's the, the program to follow. Does that make sense? Yes, 100, 100%. We have playbooks for everything. And, um, you know, the ability to scale and see how, um, you know, different aspects of the business can scale properly. I mean, it's so important to set things up, um, you know, right from the beginning, making sure the foundation of an emerging franchisor is, is set up to scale can really make a huge difference in the growth and acceleration of a business. So, you know, that's something that, that we all pride ourselves in and, you know, just the experience of, of things that, the roadblocks and things that can stop a brand from growing if not set up properly from the beginning. So yeah, that's, that's definitely, we've got a lot of proven systems and um, some good strategies in place to help grow all of these brands. And just with the brands that I see out on social media and other digital places, I'm assuming your digital marketing playbook is, is pretty extensive. Um, you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago um, uh, about things like data versus storytelling. And I think it kind of started with a really cool meme that you shared uh, that was like a pile <laughs> of Legos that was, that was data. Right. And then, right. and then the next picture, it was the same Legos, but they were sorted, you know, so it was data um, uh, sorted or, or something like that. And then the final picture was the pile of Legos was like a, a, a nice house. You know, somebody had actually taken everything and, 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 and made a house out of it. And, and that final picture was storytelling. And um, so I, I love that, that meme and that whole analogy. So I quickly stole it from you and, and reposted <laughs> it because that's my content strategy is, you know, just steal good stuff and reuse it. Um, but that kind of got us into a conversation <laughs> right. about, about data versus storytelling. And, you know, you have to have data before you can tell the story, but without telling a story, the data is kind of just a pile of Legos. Yes, it is. I mean, a pile of Legos can be good, but uh, yeah, once you create that house and tell the story, which is what digital marketing, I think, is, is all about, uh, that's where things come to life and you can really you know, impact people's decisions. And is, as a digital marketer, that is has been key to any uh, brand success in my experience is having that data in an organized fashion to show to leadership. And um, I'm definitely a data nerd. Uh, I love the art and science of digital marketing. I mean, that's why I've stayed in this role for so many years. Um, but, you know, what I, what I found works best for brands is, you know, get those key analytics in place, mm -hmm. Google Analytics, 
um, your POS system conversion analytics. There's there's so many different um, data points. And actually, I just read an article where it mentioned that marketers are now pulling from at least a minimum of eight data points. Um, wow. But the, the importance is, is telling the story, right? Organizing. Yeah. What do you do with all this? I know um, in the early years, I would go into analytics and Google analytics and be like, okay, where do I start? And you could get lost down many different rabbit holes with Google yeah. analytics. But um, I think the biggest thing is telling that story. So, you know, one of the things that I think would benefit from to the listeners here today is to just describe the importance of analytics and the tools that you can use to summarize and tell that story. So uh, one of the tools that that I've used and worked with um, our SEO partner one up web on is Google Data Studio. Um, so this is a tool. If anyone is listening, <laughs> write that down, set that up for your brand. And essentially what it is, is one dashboard to pull in analytics from a variety of sources. So you can pull in your lead sources, you can pull in your traffic sources from your website, your conversion points, um, your social media traffic, you know, and really identify um, where to spend your time and resources based on what's converting. Um, Google Data Studio also allows you to pull in metrics from uh, POS systems. Um, so it's just it's just a wealth of information that can be all put together in one place in the dashboard. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to call our friend Fernando for a little help on that. <laughs> I, I, I have been looking at uh, Google data studio and um, I'm terrified. Like I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. So yeah. So I, I think I need to phone a friend um, before we get further into some of the tactics Let's yeah. um, let's take a, a trip down this road. I love the analogy you came up with a couple of weeks ago about digital marketing being like a road trip when you're when mm -hmm. you're trying to tell a story. So so let's actually start there. What's step one when you're going on this digital marketing road trip? All right. So step one. So if you're a planner like myself, um, you don't start a vacation or any sort of road trip without a road map and a budget. <laughs> so <laughs> those are key. And I think there's a lot of similarities in a road trip um, and setting up your, your digital marketing uh, or your digital footprint or developing a website. So, uh, you know, that's just what comes to mind for me when I, when I think of road trip and, you know, also the similarities of, of creating a brand's digital presence. So, uh, you know, you got to map out your destination, your goals, determine, like I said, your budget, um, what you're going to take with you, make sure you have the right people, which is key. Uh, <laughs> surrounding yourself with the right people is honestly key to success in anything. Um, and yeah, of course, having the wrong person in the car could be a disaster. Right. So. Uh. <laughs> we probably all can also say that, you know, maybe at one time in your life, you brought the wrong person on vacation and that changed <laughs> everything. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. In all honesty, you know, the key to success is surrounding yourself with the right people and, and having fun along the way. So, um, so the first step um, to talk through that a little bit at a high level, and, and I know we'll, we'll share my contact information because I'd be more than happy to talk through more in depth on these things, because I know we'll have to keep it at a high level today. But, um, you know, setting up your budget or gassing up the car, that's, that's the first step. So, um, you know, there's simple tools within like Microsoft Excel, where you can go in, 
and you can set up your overall website budget. You can track your initial investment of the website, its overall benefits, cost, you know, basically every aspect of a website, you know, that is involved like hardware, software. Um, so, you know, that's a tool to consider using as you set up your budget and, and gas up for the road trip. Um, I would definitely recommend you know, putting a budget together in phases. So year one, year two, year three. Because mm -hmm. um, often, you know, with working with emerging brands, I mean, I've worked with brands, 30 units all the way up to 300. And of course you want to start with the Cadillac, right? Yeah. Um, but if you're, you know, a teenager and this is your first car and this is your first road trip, you definitely can't afford that. So um, I would recommend um, looking at a phased approach as far as website development, evolution, digital marketing presence, because you can't do it all at once. Um, so it can be tricky for emerging franchisors to set a budget. Um, what I've found works well is if you take, um, you know, often franchise, franchisors have a national marketing fund. Um, if you look at that fund and look at your conversion, say you get 80% of your conversions come from your website, then, you know, invest 80% of your dollars in that yeah. website or digital marketing footprint. Right. Um, yeah. Fuel, and, fuel up the car. That's going to work the best for you and, and use that one. Yeah. I like yes. that. And fit okay. your budget. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so after the budget's set and, and we know we have enough gas in the tank uh, to get somewhere uh, now let's talk about goals. How do we, how do we determine where we're going and, and how we're going to get there? All right. So the second step in a digital road trip is to really Google your destination, set your goal, determine where you're going, um, research the landscape and really understand what you might encounter and what you're up against in regards to your competition. So a tool that I would recommend using is within SEMrush. So hmm. really simple, simple tool. You can go in and get a keyword gap analysis for your brand and you can actually identify, um, you know, keyword performance for the services that you're offering. Um, you can look at your competitor rank, see how you stack up against the competitor and really just identify keyword opportunities. So what, you know, in, in any website, uh, your goal is to get more traffic. So this, you know, is really how you can determine the direction of your site, the architecture of your site um, and, and just look at where your competitor is showing up, where do you want to show up and then set those goals. So, you know, once you've surveyed the landscape, you can set KPIs, you can say, okay, you know, um, we want to expand our digital footprint in X keyword. When someone's searching for um, this type of service, we want to show up. Um, if this service is searched for, you know, 3000 times a month, if we get 10% of that traffic, this is what it's going to potentially amount to in our um, our overall leads generated and potential conversion. So uh, yeah, I think the goals are really just to survey the landscape, see what's possible, um, set KPIs, and then really focus on benchmarks. So, you know, pull your total lead source uh, amount from each main channel, determine what are your existing conversion rates? Um, where, you know, where do you want to go in the future um, based on those KPIs and, and benchmarks?
Back in a moment after this word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss calls or answer the phone with, hey, Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off of your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they can set appointments, follow up with potential customers, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234 or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. Okay, so we're gassed up. We know where we're going. Now we have to figure out when we're going to go and and maybe you know what highway to take right 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 um yeah so you know with the third step you you gotta decide what time you're gonna leave are you gonna leave at rush hour um (laughs) are you gonna take the the expressway are you gonna take the back roads so i think timing is is everything when it comes to website launches uh digital marketing campaigns, you know, looking at the seasonality of the business is key in, in launching a website. And, um, you know, you don't want to launch a site during the height of the, uh, you know, the air, the time of year that the business is thriving and, and where, when they get the most business say in the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it's just not a good idea. Cause often when you launch a, a new website, you may see a bit of a dip in traffic. So, um, definitely timing is important uh, to to make sure you, you launch the site or any kind of campaign at the right time of, um, of the year. And then with regards to, you know, the route, um, I think a roadmap is, is key again it, to this whole road trip. So, you know, determine all the different um, moving parts within a website uh there's there's like seven parts seven steps in developing any website i think most developers or uh web partners that i've worked with will say that so it's important to create a timeline a simple gantt chart that identifies Hmm. milestones and in all the different aspects of of launching a site and um that's kind of your roadmap right you know yeah yeah Let, let me ask you a little bit more about that one um so often these things are uh, living in someone's head or, or maybe on a spreadsheet somewhere, (laughs) but there's a whole lot of other people within the brand that have no idea what's going on. And, and I think to me, that's, that's a troubling thing that, that I've run into where um, people get disappointed that uh, the new website hasn't launched yet. I thought we were doing a new website. I thought it was going to be done by now. I thought we were going to be here. And and I think sharing some of that um, that information and maybe, again, in the form of a story, here's what's going on right now with the website. I, I think that can solve um, a, a lot of conflict within a brand when people just don't know um, what's going on. And then, and then they're disappointed that it hasn't happened when they thought it was. 
Yeah, that's a that's a really good point, and that does that does happen. Um, if if a roadmap and like a kind of project overview is not communicated and put in front of the team um, on a regular basis, so that's definitely one of the things that um, I've found is really helpful for a team because you know when you're developing a website or setting up a digital campaign quite honestly you you will involve almost every aspect of the business you know operations legal uh, a variety of tech technology you know everything is kind of involved in this sort of website launch so if you can put in front of the team on a regular basis here's what we're doing Here's our milestones, get them excited about um, certain aspects of the project, um, even name the project. I mean, that that's yeah. something that yeah. we've done in the past yeah. um, where I think Golden Eagle was was the name of a, a website <laughs> in the past. And, and that was the Golden Eagle sword, you know, once we launched it. But yeah, it's, it's really important to put visuals in front of people. Everyone learns in a different way. So if yeah. you have some sort of visual to say, Johnny, you're on point for this particular step in the project and it impacts, um, you know, Sally down here. So it's really important that you stay on track. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think maybe people could use this whole road trip analogy and just like have a map and say, okay, we're going from New York to San Francisco. Right. And right now we're in Pennsylvania and, you know, or, or maybe for some people who aren't really that visual, maybe just a list, like a, a long list. Okay, we're going to go from New York to New Jersey to Pennsylvania, Ohio, you know, across the country. And, and here's where we're at right now. That, that might actually be um, a, a fun way for people to see where we're at. Also, again, we're, we're talking about storytelling here again, you know, just to, yeah. to tell some members of your team, you know, here's where we're at with the website and go into a technical explanation of what's happening next. You know, to me, again, that's that's just a pile of Legos. And I would be like, right. I have no idea what you're talking about. But if you told me, okay, we're, we're moving west and we're, we're almost at Ohio, I could be like, okay, great. Now, now I have it. So um, I, I want to talk about who is uh, is responsible for what and, and who's doing what on the road trip. But before we get there, um, I, I think we have some some tactics and tools to talk about uh, before we step on the gas. Yeah, yeah, those are determine what you need on the road trip. That's that's important. You know, make sure you have the bag of Doritos and a Mountain Dew and <laughs> some good music. <laughs> and of right. course, remind you surround yourself with the right people um, and the right talent. So. Yeah, with 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 the road trip and you know analogy of of uh, the website, it's it's important to consider you know all the things that go into a site. Um, you know, design elements. What CMS are you going to use? Um, how is it going to impact your social media? Um, you know, making sure that th- there's so many aspects of a website just to make sure that all the cylinders are firing and that uh, the the site is is fast and it works with your your paid campaigns and and your existing POS. So, you know, that's something where it's a matter of just writing down all those tools that are currently used and identifying, you know, how are you going to integrate those into the existing uh, or the new site, excuse me. So, uh, yeah, determine the tools you need for the for the website launch and similar to if you get in a car, you know, what is it that you're going to need um, for that 12-hour road trip. 
thanks very much to Brandy Klustra from Franworth for joining me for part one of the Digital Marketing Road Trip. Join us next week for part two. Before we go, a quick word from Thrive. Thrive is an end-to-end client experience software for growing franchise brands. With their turnkey solution, franchisors can be confident every location is running and growing on the same franchise marketing software. Easily view your best and worst performing locations, filtered by metrics such as geography, average order value, number of appointments, and more. Keep tabs on your entire business and individual locations all from one place. Check them out today at thrive.com slash features slash franchises. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.